In this bulletin, violence and looting hampers earthquake recovery efforts in Turkey. The New South Wales Coalition avoids a strong stance on banning conversion therapy. And in sport, Australia's Jordan Mailata ready for the NFL Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. With the latest SBS News, I'm Deborah Brook. The New South Wales government has avoided committing to the ban on conversion therapy, which has been proposed by independent MP Alex Greenwich. New South Wales remains one of the states in Australia where such therapies, which seek to change a person's sexual orientation, remain legal. The state's opposition has committed to banning conversion therapy if it wins the next state election in March. Premier Dominic Perrottet says the government will consider any bill to change the law on an individual basis. We need to treat everyone uh, with tolerance and respect. Now, in relation to um, those bills that come before the parliament, as a government, we always look at them in detail. We consider them on their merits. German aid organisations have been forced to suspend rescue operations in the earthquake-affected regions of Turkey and Syria this weekend, citing security problems and reports of clashes between unnamed groups of people and gunfire. The German International Search and Rescue and Federal Agency for Technical Relief Groups say they would be immediately ready to help if there was any indications of survivors. But ISAR Operations Manager Stephen Bayer says for now they will resume their work as soon as Turkish civil protection agency AFAD classifies the situation as safe. We are very well connected as an international team in the United Nations. There is also a joint security assessment going on there. Some teams are still working under protection at sites. Other teams have stopped work. Meanwhile, the head of the World Health Organization has arrived in Syria, bringing with him 35 tonnes of medical equipment and supplies to treat the survivors of the region's devastating earthquake. Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus is expected to tour Syria's northern city of Aleppo and meet patients in hospitals during his visit, as well as a number of displaced people left homeless in the disaster. A second plane carrying 30 tonnes of equipment is scheduled to arrive in the coming days as the WHO supports emergency relief efforts and confirmation the West has lifted sanctions against Syria for six months in order to provide disaster relief. WHO chief says they will provide whatever resources they can even after the immediate crisis has passed. Because water supplies uh, have been affected and... uh other services have been affected, people are exposed to diarrheal diseases, people are exposed to other health problems, especially mental health problems. Campaigners have staged a night carnival in London to call for the release of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. Around 2,000 supporters from the Don't Extradite Assange campaign have marched past Parliament Square, the procession led by an enormous gold-painted effigy of Lady Justice. Campaigners have also carried lanterns and placards as a carnival drum group followed them on the march. Assange has been held in London's Belmarsh Prison since he was removed from the Ecuadorian Embassy in 2019. The Australian is currently fighting against extradition to the US, having submitted an appeal to the European Court of Human Rights in December. A transport company has unveiled what it says is the first dual-cab electric-powered use in Australia. 
Energy Minister Chris Bowen has attended the official launch of the electric Ute at Transgrid, which the company says is part of their plan to electrify their whole fleet and become carbon neutral by 2040. Mr Bowen says the Ute symbolises the early stages of Australia's massive transformation to the way it moves around the country. And of course we have much, much more to do converting the Commonwealth fleet to electric and the National Electric Vehicle Strategy, which we'll be uh, taking further steps on in the not-too-distant future. But this sort of uh, vehicle is not only important for Transgrid, but as it travels around and people see it and people are reminded that actually electric vehicles are great vehicles, there uh, you can carry a load, you can charge your tools at the back. It's a demonstration effect as well. Opposition leader Peter Dutton has announced new ministerial appointments following Alan Tudge's resignation from politics. Victorian Senator Sarah Henderson will move from the communications portfolio to become the coalition spokesperson for education. Former Minister David Coleman is set to take over her previous role. Mr Dutton has confirmed the changes in a statement saying these new appointments will strengthen the coalition's representation in critical portfolio areas. Alan Tudge's resignation has triggered an upcoming by-election in Melbourne. To sport, an Australian Jordan Mailata is preparing for the game of his life, playing for the Philadelphia Eagles in the US Super Bowl. The 25-year-old from southwestern Sydney previously played rugby league for the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs under-18s team and the South Sydney Rabbitohs on their under-20s side. The Eagles will face the Kansas City Chiefs tomorrow in the National Football League champion decider match. Singer Rihanna will perform at the halftime show, her first live performance since 2018. I'm Deborah Grok. This is SBS News. (laughs) 